0: Can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey. To fulfill your family vision, welcome to Hopeful Hints. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Bradner, and today we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the discussion on should you have surgery for your endometriosis? And I want to begin by disclaiming that this is truly a conversation that you need to have with your healthcare provider. And perhaps you seek a discussion or a second opinion outside of your current healthcare system or provider, or if you've had the discussion already with your healthcare provider, go back and re-acknowledge it. If you know me, you know I'm huge on encouraging you and empowering you to be an advocate for your healthcare. If something doesn't feel right, continue to ask questions or seek second opinions. As a fellow endometriosis warrior, I've become really passionate, if you haven't been able to tell, about the topic of endometriosis, but especially when it comes to surgery. So what research has concluded on this topic is complete excision of abnormal tissue is the golden standard treatment, and that means by cutting out all of the disease at its roots. I want to yell this from a mountaintop. But it has to be performed by a surgeon who is trained in disease recognition, distribution, and removal. And these can be complex to find. So I've linked to today's show notes, the website Nancy's Nook. It is a very, very wonderful resource. I want you to bookmark it, save it if you're somebody listening with indo. And on there is an area where you can look and find. A healthcare provider, and you might have to travel. I'm telling you, that that might be outside of your state to go see a special surgeon for this, but it is doable. I've had many patients do this most recently, and they've had really great things to say about this process. So this is also the point where you need to be an advocate for yourself and make sure to ask questions before you move forward. With any type of surgery performed. It is common for endometriosis to be missed by general gynecology or surgeons and that's mostly because they just don't have that advanced skills or training to see it or to excise it. So the typical person is someone who does a large volume of endometriosis surgeries and is comfortable treating the deep infiltrating endometriosis referred to as D.I.E. So keep in mind, this is different from having a procedure to diagnose you. This is treatment. So unfortunately, many women have undergone a hysterectomy and still suffer. I did talk a lot about this on last week's episode. And I want to once again, if you are considering a hysterectomy, I want to have you hit pause Jump into my inbox, have a discussion with me on this. And if you're a healthcare provider listening and you're someone doing hysterectomies on women in their 20s and 30s, I want you to hit pause and truly contact me and have a deep conversation on this because I am seeing very traumatic results of this. First of all, that does not make endometriosis go away. But second of all, you're not thinking of the woman who perhaps is getting remarried. Or is 21 and hasn't had children yet and you've now taken that ability away from them. So there's many situations that someone like me who deals with the infertility community sees that you're maybe not thinking of. You're just seeing them in your office. They have heavy periods and pain and they're coming back and they're coming back and they're coming back to you. This is where you have someone like myself join your patient's healthcare team and work with them a little bit more on symptom management. So the other part of this to consider is that endometriosis lesions can be found in the bowel, lung, sciatic nerve, and other locations. And so working to excise that is important as well. Another important factor to keep in mind for treatment is that medication, such as hormonal treatments, will be used to alleviate symptoms and help temporarily. But does not stop the progression of endometriosis. So, for example, when mine was first discovered, they did a procedure called ablation, which is now not advised. Let's review real quickly why that's not advised. Ablation is a technique that destroys or burns the surface level of lesions. However, it, can, it leaves the disease behind, it does not remove it at its root level, and it does not allow for confirmation. And most often, Then you will do a biopsy and then ablate that area. But the goal of the procedure is to reduce the surface aspect of the lesion. But the unfortunate part is you leave it behind and you can even have worsening in scar tissue after having that performed. Eradication seeks to restore the normal anatomy and help preserve our organs. The good news is is that the reoccurring rates are low when this procedure is done by a skilled surgeon. Um, key again, and complete excision has the potential to offer significant improvement in sexual function, quality of life, and pelvic pain. Keep in mind, a team approach to pelvic pain is best to reduce and eliminate and help restore your quality of life. My approach personally to my endometriosis consists of pelvic floor physical therapy, acupuncture, supplements, and dietary changes along with a very strict regimen of pain control during my monthly cycle. Many of my patients are now doing excision surgery before moving forward with any further fertility treatments. In addition, I want to again put a plug here to have the Receptiva test performed. If you have not had that done yet and you are doing any sort of fertility treatment or you've had recurrent miscarriages, and have the discussion once again. Drop a message in my inbox on my website. Let's have a talk, and I can help better point you in the direction to go to discuss this test with your healthcare provider. I've also linked a direct link over to Recept TV's website where they have studies on the improvement that can happen when you have this test performed. Join me next week for our final episode this month on endometriosis. And remember, my inbox is open. Drop me a message. Jump on a discovery call with me and let me help you work through your endometriosis or receiving the diagnosis of endometriosis. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday.
0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.